Dad. Hello, Rasa. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. Are you ready for our second behind-the-scenes episode? I sure am. How about I give you the question and you start the answer? Sounds good. This is a question we get all the time, and it comes from a listener named Betsy at Alford Lake Camp in Maine. She says, hi, Rasa and Jeremy. I love your podcast. I'm so inspired that I want to start a podcast at camp next summer. What equipment do you need and how long does it take to make a weekly podcast? Will you come to Maine and teach us how to do it? Ha ha. That's a great question. Setting up a podcast requires a title, description, logo, and hosting service. The title is what you call it. In our case, you must know everything. The description is your explanation for what it's about. In our case, a parent-child podcast about all the stuff they don't quite ever get to at school. The logo is a square color image that has your title or other catchy illustrations in it. I drew ours, and then Dad took a photo of it with his phone and edited it a teeny bit on the computer. The hosting service is where your podcast is stored on the internet. It's like a website or a YouTube channel. The hosting service stores your podcast episodes and other information, and then lets anyone who follows the link get a list of every episode and a little update in their podcast player whenever a new episode appears. Fun fact, this link is called an RSS feed, which stands for Really Simple Syndication. But RSS are also my initials, so in our case, it's doubly appropriate. Once you have a title, description, logo, and hosting service, it's good to set up an account with the major podcast players. Apple, Google, Spotify, and so on. Then listeners can just search for the name of your podcast on any of those and play the podcast easily on their computer or phone. People who are a little more advanced or who have custom players will use your RSS link itself, which looks more like a website address and will be provided by your hosting service. Now you're ready to record, edit, and post. Dad, why don't you explain how that works? We have recording equipment, editing software, and that podcast hosting service you heard about earlier. To record with other people, we have two USB mics with foam covers and a mounted mic stand and clamp to hold it in front of us and studio headphones that let us hear what the guest is saying without their words escaping our ears and getting caught by our microphones, which would result in a really annoying echo. Echo. Oh. Oh. <laughs> to record with one another, though, we just use the voice memos program on my phone. This is quick and convenient, but it has a big drawback over the fancy microphones. It picks up a lot of hissy, hummy background noise. So we send that raw audio file to our computer and process it with a software filter called NS1 in another audio editing program, GarageBand. Once it goes through that filter, the sound is clear and clean again. From there, we import the audio into another editing program called Descript. It makes computer-generated transcript of our conversation, kind of like how phones these days can turn voicemail messages into text too. 
We can edit the text, deleting any parts we don't want or rearranging pieces, and Descript automatically cuts or rearranges the original audio we brought in. It's pretty cool. We can also make certain parts louder or softer if necessary and drag in our awesome music between segments, plus the outro audio from me or Rasa that ends every show. At this point, what was originally a 15 or 20 minute hissy musicless recording is down to 10 minutes long with clear audio and musical interludes, all ready for your ears. We export it from Descript and then upload it to the podcast hosting service. The one we use is called Cast. There, we give each show a title and description and say when we want it to go public for everyone. In our case, that's the first thing, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, U.S. time. And that's it. Each of our 10-minute podcasts probably takes about four hours of work together. One hour to think up a theory or lesson, find and choose a poem, and research and answer a vexing question. 20 minutes to record, two and a half hours to import, process, edit, and produce and 10 minutes to upload and post. It's a labor of love, but we're most grateful for the last part. You listening and enjoying the show yourself. Thank you. As for coming to Maine, sounds great. We were already doing Zoom class and homeschool visits, so let's add camps to the mix. Make contact via our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Thanks, Betsy. See you on the water. Save a canoe paddle for us. And in the meantime, we look forward to listening to any podcasts you make, too. You Must Know Everything was produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Get cool You Must Know Everything merchandise, submit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 50 previous episodes at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.